Welcome to the second episode of the Prem Pulse podcast with me, Neil Samaru, and Barry O'Brien. Good to be back, Neil. Nice one, mate. Nice one, mate. Well, firstly, I just want to say thanks to everyone who listened to our first episode, the introduction teaser. Absolutely. Got a good response, actually. Yeah, we did, yeah. We uh, officially have listeners in five different countries already, which isn't bad, considering we only recorded something for seven minutes. Yeah. But today, it's going to be a full-on episode, isn't it? A full-length episode, all about football. Um, do you want to run through quickly what, what's on the agenda? We got, what are we going to talk about today? Last week's results in the Premiership. We got some games yesterday and today with the Caribou Cup, is it? Yeah, Carabao Cup. <laughs> Carabao. Or well, the League Cup. <laughs> the Caribou Cup. Yeah, I think it's the uh, highest paid sponsor <laughs> wins. Um, we and Barry discussed this earlier, actually. What is a Caribou? <laughs> I actually thought it, I thought it was like a... You thought it was a Canadian moose. Canadian moose, yeah. Yeah, it's not. I don't think... It, I think it's a tire cow type animal. Right. Uh, but Previ- not, previously, you mentioned it was a Little Woods Cup. The Little Woods Cup, that's what I remember it as, as a kid. Um, what else is on the agenda? Actually, we will be referring to it as the League Cup. So last night, we had the League Cup game between Chelsea and... Um, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough, which we'll review. Mm-hmm. Tonight is the... Fulham versus Liverpool game, the second leg. Um, what else, Barry, have we got on the agenda? We're going to also look at the upcoming FA Cup games this weekend um, from a bitter, disappointed, frustrated uh, angle as uh, both of our teams, uh, as we mentioned last time, both Arsenal and Liverpool are no longer in the FA Cup this year. Not a Liverpool fan, mate. Sorry, West Ham. <laughs> West Ham. <laughs> That's another one. That's another one. <laughs> another one of your second teams. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? We got uh, um, transfer news. Transfer news. Yeah, some interesting things happening there. Yeah. Um, you're going to talk a little bit about the African Cup of Nations. Some interesting things happening there with some players yeah. from the Premier League. I think we should touch on that a little bit. You know, that's current right now in this football, and like I said, we've got some Premiership players in there as well. Absolutely. Right. So. Let's uh, start with what happened last weekend, shall we? Yeah. I'll start with you then. Right, start with me? The Arsenal game was the first game of the weekend, wasn't it? Some happy news for, for the Gunners for once. 5 0 hammering of uh, poor old Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Mm. Were you surprised by that result? Um, I think, as a long term Arsenal supporter, I think you can never really predict no matter you know how many times you try like you think uh you know there's definitely a, a hammering going to go on at the emirates and then suddenly as we've seen in previous years team turns up that you don't expect you know the striker that hasn't scored in 10 games suddenly bags a hat trick against us um i know too well about that thing is barry can i say this because arsenal haven't been performing that well pre-Christmas over the Christmas period. No. You know, kind of dipped off your form, isn't it? So Absolutely, kind of yeah. Lost kind of pace in the top of the premiership of it, wasn't it? It's was a bit worried there, would you think, from the Arsenal fans? Yeah, and of course, went out in the cup as well. Um, yeah, there was. I mean, you know, we had a lot of chances in a lot of games. I think, you know, it's crazy statistics, like 61 or 62, like, shots and only one goal or something ridiculous like that. And, yeah, I mean, we needed a game where we put away our chances. And, you know, that would really be my conclusion from it is that we didn't play 
particularly you know with a, a different energy or you know even massively different tactics compared to some of the other recent games against Fulham and um, against uh, West Ham as well. Come on, you Lions! But we just didn't finish in those games, right? We had a lot of chances, but in this in this game, you know, we we were you know Put a lot way. more clinical. Yeah. yeah. However, somebody did make the point that. In fact, in the first half, we scored. You know, we scored after ten minutes. Um, you know, from a set piece. Basically, there weren't that many other chances in the game, so it wasn't. Although the sort of five-nil final result flatters us, well, a lot of that was. You yeah, know, once yeah. Palace were three-nil down, exactly. Martinelli came on and we scored. Like the scored like, yeah. You know, so that kind of sets it up, doesn't it? Like yeah. calms down the crowd and. Mm. You know, the a, team did. yeah, exactly, and um, yeah, basically, we kind of wrapped the game up and made it look perhaps a lot better than it was. But I'm not complaining. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Palace fans were obviously pretty frustrated. I don't know if you saw that about the banners um, that came out. Yeah, so there was yeah. um, a bit of a sly dig at, at Roy Hodgson. Obviously, they see him or saw him as being, you know, reinstated as a bit of a backward step. I think and. Um, he did well for them, keeping them up, kept last, them up last season. season. Yeah, and you know, I think he was, you know, given the opportunity to work with this squad, and you know, a lot of people say that they played really good football last season they when did. he came in. Not his usual style, which is often you know a little bit defensive and a bit I dull. Think, yeah, but I think for you Palace fans out there, and I've got a couple back home. I think you have to be supported by your board, isn't it, with transfers? And maybe mm. they complain that they didn't I mean, they get anybody lo- in. They lost Zaha, right, as well, which was a big, you know, big creative talent yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, a few of these young guys have come through. And he's and, gone to Turkey. Yeah, yeah he went to Turkey. Galatasaray. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah right. So he's, you know, he's gone. However, I think, you know, they're, I don't know, they seem to be as fans. Um, I saw a guy getting interviewed at the end of the game, um, actually on Arsenal Fan TV. He was, you know, Palace fam has been interviewed. And he was just saying that, you know, the American owners haven't really done a great deal, um, and they want to push on. They, I mean, I suppose they are looking at teams like West Ham, we, right? And, we, we got to talk about this in another episode, you know, about the, um, the ownership of uh, Premiership clubs mm. and uh, thoughts behind it. Because you know, right now, Man United, you know, fans are yeah hugely critical and disappointed about the their ownership and lack of. Well, I can't say they have no lack of investment, right? But just stability, I suppose, isn't it, really? That's the thing. But yeah, absolutely. And I can obviously share my viewpoints on the Cronkies and and Arsenal and how, you know, that's developed over the last uh, 10 years or so. But but, um, yeah, just to wrap up on Arsenal, you know, this isn't an Arsenal podcast. Um, I'm really happy. I think, um, you know, if we hadn't performed against Palace, that, you know, there would have been a hell of a lot of more questions for Arteta. But um, we've got another break uh, I think we play on Tuesday next week against uh, Nottingham Forest so we've got some time off we had the time off in Dubai so there's obviously a lot of work being done with with set piece um, coaching and um, Forest away Forest away next game yeah um, so that's a you know a big one and um, do you know we go that on might, that might be quite a difficult game you know because Forest yeah for sure I mean they're always decent at home right um, talking about Forest then if you want to move on, hmm. they played on the Saturday, didn't they? They did. Against Brentford, 3-2. Yeah, the return of Ivan Tony after his uh, suspension for betting. 
And uh, yeah, his first game back. First game and back. He scored. He scored to rub rub salt minutes. in the wound. Yeah. Um, but there was some controversy about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as always, it seems to be every weekend, right? Everybody's uh, in the media and podcasts all talking about referees, assistant referees, VAR. Um, and uh, you're, 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 you're sitting there looking very annoyed, obviously, based on what happened at West Ham. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing with Ivan Tony was obviously him moving the ball. Um, questions about, you know, whether... He moved the ball to to you know to a different angle, which helped him score that free kick. And then but they always try to gain the yards, isn't they? Throw the ball forward, mm. and that, you know, and the referee yeah. should actually have control of that. Where where was the foul committed, and so on? Yeah. And if you're gaining like an extra seven to ten yards, mm. and then he scores from the free the resulting free kick, yeah. Then you know you're going to be disappointed about that. Yeah. Aren't you? And then of course at the end that you know that Malpay's handball was it handball? Wasn't it handball? We've looked at it, haven't we? And we, uh, yeah. It, could you be see, given the classic thing, right? Always like, consistency. You see it given mm. all the time, and then the VAR checks it, and they spend minutes reviewing it and so on. And this we'll yeah. get onto this about West Ham in a minute, but you know about the time they take to review it. And I don't know how much time they took to review that. Even if they did review it, I don't know. But I know yeah. Noon, uh, the, the the new coach for uh, Forest was proper upset, mm. you know, about that as well because yeah. it did hit his arm. Yeah, there was a little bit of. Uh... So he gained an advantage, advantage a little bit, look like it, yeah. But again, was it intentional? I think most people don't really know the rules these days. I think yeah. even the commentators, yeah. the it makes you question whether the referees actually know the rules half the time because, again, there's such a, a you know, such an inconsistent, um, yeah, basically inconsistency across the, you know, yeah. across the Premiership <laughs> week after week, and yeah. um, and as you mentioned, as when we were discussing preparing, there's you know these are professionals. Supposed to be the top of their game, the height, you know. But this is the thing, and I we seem to be going backwards, don't we? Yeah, this is the thing I keep on talking about, and I could be corrected on this, but I think in Europe they are the only professional referees in the whole of Europe. Out of all the leagues in Europe, yeah, that's their only job. They get paid a salary, annual salary, hundred thousand pounds, maybe some of those lines. Yeah, just the referee, you, you know. So you expect the standards to be higher. Mm-hmm. But this season, and as we saw last season, dedicated to their craft. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just the inconsistency. <laughs> and like I said, if if we the supporters are confused, mm. the football pundits and the professionals are confused, and they do their uh, summaries and mm. uh, run up rundowns of the games. Yeah, you know, whether it's Alan Shearer, Wright, Rio Ferdinand, and so on. I mean, mm. everybody's just amazed sometimes by the decisions. Yeah, uh, that have been made mm. for and against teams. So yeah, I haven't got a clue sometimes. But... No. So, um, yeah. And that goal, and I'll tell you what, that goal with May- maybe that was three minutes after Nottingham Forest equalised to make it 2-2. Mm-hmm. You know, he was talking about these teams in the lower parts of the league, desperate for points. Yeah. You know, how that affects them as well. So, yeah. I can understand the frustration from managers. Yeah, definitely. Team, uh, mm. So, go on, you're boiling away over there. What, yeah. what, happened, what happened with West Ham then? I watched it as well. Do you want, do you want to start at the yeah. end with the... Uh, well, Bowen getting pulled over. Where, or... where, do I, where do I start? You know, I could just I could moan about this all day long. <laughs> but let's just talk about the VAR, the decisions. Let's start mm. with that. Okay. All right, rather than our which one <laughs> bad performance because I was sending offs. It was a, it was a good game to be fair for a neutral like myself. Yeah, I mean it was an exciting game. Mm. It's four goals, you know. Yeah. Um, like I said, they're desperate for points as well. Sheffield United, bottom of the league team against team that is six in the league you know i should be happy about european that. champions as you like to say oh come on 
Yeah, we are European champions, mate. <laughs> 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 come on, I'm man. giving you a look. I'm giving you a look here. Uh, yeah. Go on, move on. Three years. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? The vase. The vase. Yeah, the European vase. Um, I wasn't too impressed by the performance, and I don't think I. Yeah, I think a lot of West Ham fans feel the same. Actually, have the same sentiments. We are six in the league. Thing is, moving on to the game itself and at the decisions. Uh, like I said, there were two red cards. One blatant red card, absolutely blatant from. Um, Sheffield United. Yeah. Definitely. He was booked for a yellow first. Yeah, given a yellow first. And then they reviewed it and eventually gave a red card, straight red. Then Kufal was booked for, I don't know, complaining or saying to the referee, you need to book him. In the same incident, yeah. In the same incident, yeah. Yeah. So he gets a yellow card for that. Moments later, he commits a foul. Okay, he puts his foot out, the player trips over the foot. He gets a second yellow and gets sent off. Mm -hmm. Joke. Absolute joke. Changes the game totally. Then, we're 2-1 up at this point. Yeah. Then, um, Sheffield United get the ball, pop it into the box, back post. Uh, Ariola, the goalkeeper, comes out, tries to punch it, misses, misses, misses the it ball, completely. Right? But the thing is, was it McBurney? Yeah. You should have seen him. He came right across the goalkeeper and elbowed him. Uh, Ariola had a busted up lip. Yeah. Was taken off. It resulted in a penalty uh, against West Ham. Mm-hmm. Ariola went off. Fabianski came on. Flappy Hansky, the famous ex Arsenal goalkeeper. Well, yeah, I was just fuming. And I was thinking, oh, did you not? You did not? You didn't think he was going to come on and be a hero like Roy the Rovers stuff? You always have that hope. I don't think the guy's ever saved a penalty, is he? <laughs> uh, and I thought McBurney. When was the last time he scored a goal? And, and it was a well, crap penalty, to be fair. And it was a crap penalty. And it's like, it's going in anyway. So it's a West Ham fan. You never expect anything mm. to happen to you. But that wasn't the end of the drama, was it? The thing is, he scores the penalty. Then we go up the other end, and then uh, the ball's put into the box, like, like almost like the last kick of the game, you could say. And Bowen, Jarrod Bowen, is rugby tackled. I'm not even joking, mate. From rugby behind, tackled. from behind, he's looking at the yeah. ball. The um, Sheffield United defender takes him out like a rugby tackle. They uh, ask for a penalty. No. They didn't even check it. You don't think Bowen was giving him a little bit of a cuddle back? <laughs> initially but i mean come on who doesn't do that in the box but then when you see mm. the way the defender took him out yeah i mean he did literally give... throw him on the ground didn't he you see them given and that's mm. the inconsistency the referee didn't give it they didn't even review it on var or if they did they did it very quickly no game ends you do know? you think they're saying sh- that we deserve to win do you think fast we... should have sent the referee to go and look at it himself absolutely. again at least absolutely absolutely and okay. this is this is again going back to it the inconsistency so Disappointed, you know, like I said, I think we should go out there and win the game. I thought we played well in parts, but just not good enough, mate. When you're missing your players like Kudos no. and Paqueta, so our, our depth when the squad is not good enough. But it was nice to see Ings play, actually. Yeah? Uh, yeah, he had a decent game, to be honest with you. Okay. He got us the penalty. Yeah, so I think he's a decent player. should play him more. That's another thing about West Ham and David Moyes, about his squads and how he picks up a squad. So... There's lots of different comments on BBC about some of them. Yeah, what's uh, your thoughts on Moyes then? I mean, that's not really his fault that you're you're drawing at Sheffield United, is it? But uh, what's your thoughts in general? It's a difficult one, mate. I'm going to be honest with you because he comes in, he saves us from relegation. You know, we had a top two top uh, league finishes, sixth and seventh. Then we had a bad season last uh, last season. 
where we eventually scraped in and survived. Uh, but, won however, the, but won the VARs last season. You won the VARs. Won the European Conference League Cup. Association trophy. You know, yeah. the last minute. Sheriff, Mr. Bowen again. Mm. Um, so brilliant. But at that point, you think to yourself, should he step down? I mean, it, two schools of thought. There are two different camps, I would say, on this. The four Moyes, the against Moyes. I understand both arguments. To be honest with you, when you look at the style of football, it's it's not good. It's not good. Not good enough. Not good enough. It's it's boring. We give away possession. We don't keep possession. Mm. Keeps them talking about how we should play better and hold the ball. But is it, what are you doing in training? What are you training with the players? Because they just seem to panic. Just give the ball away. And, you know, when you've got like 30-something percent possession in, in your premiership matches, you look at the statistics. Right. Yeah, that's not good enough. You know, luckily that we have players like Kudos, Paquetta and Bowen and can score mm. goals. So... For sixth place, well, luckily. But obviously, you've lost Declan Rice, though, as well, right? He's obviously come to us. Ugh. Any, uh, sorry to rub that in, but any big effect on the team in that respect? To be honest with you, I think we're better without him. Okay. All right. And I love uh, Declan Rice, you know, top, top player from when he was brought in as a kid, 19 years old, and started playing, playing regularly. Top, top player. He had to go to a bigger club. Mm. Glad we got the 100 million, 105 million. Mm-hmm money in the bank man yeah you know uh and then they invested it wisely and i like alba uh alaves um from ajax and kudos okay you know so yeah yeah i think we play better i think too much of the ball was he was getting too much of the ball and uh, too much reliance on declan rice to make something yeah. that's not his that's not his game to be honest with you okay but now you've got like paquetta and uh, creating out of S protecting with Suchek and, uh, and and Jane Ward Price can't forget about him. Yeah, that's a, that is a good signing to be fair. So I think we're we're better for it. Actually. Yeah, I think we play better uh, football. Nice. Even though I said we don't play good football, but in periods. Yeah, exactly. This is it. I think, isn't it? Is that yeah? You, you sum it up there. In periods, yeah. a certain. I as an outsider, I would look at. Moyes and say he's inconsistent because you obviously played great football in Europe last year. I mean, I, I enjoyed watching. Yeah. I mean, there was a few scrape games that you scraped, but then you, but I suppose, it was entertaining. I suppose that's the difference with the Premiership. You know, when you look at the Premiership, mm, yeah, you look at, you know, opponents, I, of course. I look at Fulham, they play decent football, Brighton play good football, mm. Bournemouth playing great football with this, these, and they're all young managers, aren't they? Yeah. You, you know. Talking to Bournemouth, uh, final game, yeah. Liverpool. Liverpool giving them a thrashing. I was really surprised by that result. I thought Bournemouth would put up a much better fight. I don't know if Absolutely. took too much time off on the beach or something, but uh, or oh. a Liverpool just a now a well-oiled machine and uh, becoming unstoppable again, yeah, even yeah. without Salah. That's a good point. Without Salah, mm. you know, and he's out now injured, isn't he? He's got like yeah. a proper tear in his hamstring. I saw the headline. A uh, proper tear. Yeah. But um, no, I was surprised by that. I thought Bournemouth. We'll put up more at home as at well. Home. Yeah, you, you know they've been playing well. Solanke's been scoring goals, but mm. well, they were the form team as well. I saw exactly. that over like the last I don't know if it was like eight games or something. They said Bournemouth were the form team and uh, mm. Liverpool were the second in form team, and yeah, Bournemouth didn't show up at all. But you make a good point. You know, are Liverpool back? Well, they are back because they're top and they they are looking. They're, they're scraping results. It's not mm. like they're playing brilliantly either. I mean, you Liverpool fans out there, you know, along with the other clubs, you know. Send us your your thoughts and feelings about your clubs, but about Liverpool. You know, we got a couple of good mates, a few good mates here, so Liverpool fans. Yeah, they're, they're loving it. Barry, what's the email address again? The Prem Pulse at 
gmail.com well done thank you (laughs) yeah send us what you uh what you're thinking this week uh neil's referring to my uh blooper in the intro episode episode where i called our email address something else but i'm learning i'm learning but um no liverpool were were impressive actually i watched that one and um yeah jota who's obviously uh, a real thorn in the side to Arsenal often he he came up with a couple of goals didn't he and uh, good, good finishes goals. as well so yeah they're looking you know they are looking like title contenders you know that classic thing we always say like they're scraping results they didn't scrape that result but as you say in other games they're kind of scraping results uh, but they've got big tests coming up soon coming to the Emirates right so they're coming to us yeah, um, the table clash. so that's coming up next. it's quite interesting you know with that because uh, Liverpool month. maybe because they have been getting results. I actually went to watch them at Palace, Crystal Palace, uh, in December. So I went over from Sweden with some uh, friends of mine, went over to watch the game. And uh, again, it didn't that impressive. Uh, brought on Elliot, came on, changed the game, looked bright, and he scored uh, the goal. Um, so, you know, like I said, it's about getting these results, scraping these results when you need them, uh, 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 without playing you know, brilliant football, um, to be honest with you. Hmm. Thing is, is it because City haven't been blowing teams away this season, even though they've been got, they've gone on a run? Yeah. You know, um, and they've like, what, three points behind, six points behind, what are they now? Do a little quick check. The um, Just to touch on the other game, which five was... Five points behind. Five points behind, okay. Brighton Wolves was the other game, which was uh, nil-nil, so we won't go into that one. Um, mm. But I'm um, sorry, again, you said... Again, about Brighton... You know, mm. they played decent football. I started watching the game, but it wasn't that it wasn't that fun, to be honest with you. It wasn't as entertaining no. as I thought it could be. No. Uh, so it showed by the result. Neil yeah. Neil okay. As well. And then last night, so we're recording this on uh, Wednesday, January the 24th. So last night, Chelsea hammered Middlesbrough in the second leg of the Carabao stroke League Cup. The Littlewoods Cup. The Littlewoods Cup, <laughs> as we... Used to call Caribou, it. Caribou. I don't even know how to pronounce it. So right. um, yeah, so moving on to the League Cup then. Wow, that was a result from Chelsea, mate. That was a thrashing, a dem- demolition job on Middlesbrough. Yeah. Middlesbrough were leading 1-0 from the first leg. Then it was uh, Chelsea at home last night. 6-2 on aggregate. Michael Carrick's team, Middlesbrough. Michael Carrick. Ex-West Ham, yeah. From the academy, then we sold him as we always do with our top players. To <laughs> and then he went to Man United and had an excellent career with Man United during their glory uh, years. <laughs> Backroom staff, so I think assistant. Yeah, first team and assistant. I think they've done okay in the, in the championship. They? They're mid table at the moment. I think eleventh uh, last time. But it's interesting because he, he was sitting on the on the bench as a, an assistant uh, with Man United. Got the opportunity last season. Middlesbrough weren't doing too well took over the managership um, of manager's job of Middlesbrough. Then they went on an amazing run, you know, so his credibility grew, um, started the season a bit rough, but have improved. Uh, like I said, beat Chelsea in the first round. And I think a lot of people were surprised by 6-1 um, result last night, though. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I didn't watch it. Um... I did see that uh, Finnish player Mike, uh, Marcus Forsch came back. So that's, a, that's for Middlesbrough. For Middlesbrough, yeah. He got a, a half. So that's good to see a, a Nordic player uh, mm. playing at that level. Um, he's just come back from injury, so he, he didn't get the full game. But um, 
yeah, player to keep an, an eye on there, Marcus Forsch. Um, and then tonight's game. Yeah, and then we've got the one second leg. Fulham, Fulham versus Liverpool. Fulham, Liverpool. Second, second leg. Fulham versus Liverpool. So two one down. Fulham are, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So could we be having an all London final, West London final? Exactly, Chelsea. Or Fulham. what you said, a repeat of last season. So I've heard, yeah, that the Liverpool-Chelsea would be a repeat of last season's uh, League Cup, actually. And this, interestingly, would be Pochettino's first attempt at winning a cup in uh, in England. He's never won a cup. He's never done any. No. The results with Tottenham like, took them up the league table and was challenging for a bit and did well there before moving on. Um, so, yeah, this is, like I said, and Chelsea, they're struggling this season. You know, um, uh, inconsistent, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, they they're ninth in the league for thirty-one points uh, from twenty-one games. So that'll be an interesting game tonight. I, I I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see. Hopefully, Fulham's going to put out a strong squad, unlike what we did against Liverpool in the uh, quarterfinals. Basically, rolled out, got rolled over in that game. Again, weird team selection by Moyes. Um, so let's hope that Fulham come out be interesting the 2022 final last year was manchester united against newcastle yeah, right, yeah. So just stat ago. checking everything yeah. yeah but it's um that's a good point and i really hope it's an all london one to be honest i think it would be you know a great final yeah no. well you want underdogs right as an outsider i personally that's how i yeah. i want the underdogs to win it you know i'd love to see fulham win it i'd love to see fulham uh, win like i said liverpool, I liverpool don't need another well, another trophy chelsea you know, don't need another I mean, trophy but the thing is you know you want those big teams to play, isn't it? So, you know, yeah, that's the kind of attraction, isn't it? You get Chelsea versus Liverpool, Man United versus Liverpool, and so yeah. on. But like you said, the underdog, you want to see those teams as, as well in there too. Like I mentioned in a teaser episode in an intro, you know, where I'm from, South West London, it's a proper Chelsea era I come from. And Fulham <laughs> is also one of the teams in my local area, along with Palace and Wimbledon yeah. and so on. So I would love to see... Uh, Fulham in the final, mm. so it'd be interesting to see all West London. It'd be interesting to see what team what Klopp puts out as well, because uh, mm. there's a lot of big, you know, big games. They've got FA Cup um, coming up, I think, on Sunday as well. I think um, so. There's yeah, True. there's games coming up um, well, thick and fast, right? Yeah. Well, let's move on to the FA Cup games then. Yeah, FA Cup games. So we've got um, five All Prem tyres just to run through the the fixture so it kicks off on uh, Thursday actually with um, Bournemouth obviously Premier League team against Swansea then we've got Chelsea Villa on Friday Spurs Man City which is obviously the game of this uh, round of FA Cup matches Uh, then we've got Everton Luton uh, Sheffield United Brighton Fulham Newcastle and then we've got West Brom v Wolves so that's um, Prem team there we've got Liverpool on Sunday as well. And then, fingers crossed, shock of the round, Newport versus Manchester United, <laughs> yeah. which is on Sunday as well, which I guess we'll all be tuning in for. Giant killers. Cheering on Newport, Newport. whoever they might be. Yeah. Sorry to anybody listening who supports Newport. Um, That'd be interesting It's going to be an interesting game. Yeah. Away, yeah. I mean, that, you know, what we're talking like, muddy pitch yeah. in the rain, in the wind, slopes, you know, classic English, lower league, pitch that's what you gotta love about the FA downhill you know we got kicked out a few potatoes in the center circle (laughs) (laughs) oh we got kicked out of the FA Cup against Bristol City in the replay 
after we should have beaten them at London Stadium. But that's the beauty of the FA Cup, isn't it? Uh, again, for a West Ham fan, not unusual, not untypical. You're getting beat by one of the lower league teams. So you never know. You never know. Let's take a look at these then. So you said you got former Swansea City, former at home. But let's look at Fridays because they've got some good games here. Chelsea versus Villa. Um, what are your predictions for that? What do you think? Um, I think That's it's going to be a close game. Yeah, it? I think it'd be a close game. Chelsea obviously played last night. Villa haven't played for a while, I don't think, have they? Didn't play at the weekend either, yeah. so they've been off for a while. It's always a bit funny when teams don't play for a while, isn't it? It can go either way. It's yeah, like they're a bit absolutely. out of rhythm mm. and or they're completely refreshed and and smash, you know, smash the opposition. But I don't know. I think uh, Chelsea home win, I think, for me on that one. Villa, what are they? Third and fourth in the table. Mm. I think they're gunning for like success. And I'm yeah. like Umay Emery, uh, yep. your ex manager. So ex -manager. I'm super, yeah, ex manager. Super happy to see him back in the Premiership and doing well mm. and sticking it to the Arsenal fans. Right? <laughs> you, you know, even though you guys are doing Do you think, well. Too. Are you accusing us of being ungrateful for? I don't know. I just didn't think gave him enough time, to be honest with you. And he's proven it at Liverpool, uh, at Aston Villa. And I think Gerard had basically more or less the same squad. Right. Um, and he came in last season in October mm. and has transformed it. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't really dissected it. I mean, we don't know about injuries and stuff like that. But, I mean, question, is he a, is he a good coach, good manager? Of course he is. Yeah. But he definitely didn't win over the players at Arsenal. That was the thing, right? I yeah. Mean, we, we, we did okay. Um, and that's the difference between Arteta. He's a good man. Uh, yeah, he's a good, good man manager. Um, should he have been given a bit longer? Possibly, but there was... So much unhappiness in the fan base. You know what? You know what, Barry? It's so funny. <laughs> no, Barry, like I said, 16 years. It's so funny. Even when Emery out, Emery out, and then Arteta comes in, and then after a few months, it's like Arteta out, Arteta out, and then a season later. Just right? banter with the Arteta. I, I don't mind Arteta, but. Giving it large. I, my only <laughs> criticism, and I put this on the record, I've said this from the start, is that I'm not a fan of people learning on the job, and I think Arteta. It's definitely been given a massive opportunity, but I'm happy with where we're at. Yeah, put it that way. But yeah. but um, yeah, I think uh, a massive club like Arsenal should be having you know top ten coaches, um, managers, you know. Yeah, but it's good that you get these young guys. Like I said, at Fulham. Uh, yeah, but that's Ryder, where Arteta should have been learning, right? Warmer. Arteta should have come with a with a bit more of a uh, you know fuller CV rather than just yeah Pep's cone man as some people like to call him <laughs> puts out the cones for pep and hands him the the, the whistle yeah but you can see but, he, he's adopted pep's style of play you know yeah you right know, definitely yeah and, and he's adapting he's adapting you know so you never mm. know man never it know. might be there like Arsenal for the next 20 years no maybe he could well be he could well be <laughs> yeah. and, and and i'm patient with him i think you know um he, he needs a bit of time but yeah. um but going back to um villa I think, I think they're playing some good football yeah i mean you know I think Villa. I'm going to go for Villa. You're going for Chelsea. Bro. I'm going to go Chelsea, yeah. I'm going to go Villa away. With I think Chelsea are, are up and running. They had that great win last night. I think they're going to be going to be too good to uh, for, that. for Villa, who've been off and you know eating too many sandwiches and stuff. I think they're uh, they're not going to be ready. So I'm going Chelsea. What about the big one, though? Spurs Man City. That's a top game, man. Top game. Um, Tottenham at home. Mm. You know, under can you pronounce his name? What's the no, I'm not going. Ostacoglu. Yeah, that's it. Well done. Yeah. He's, he's trying to say it fast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> say it fast and it's easier. Ostacoglu. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, I got it right. Um, 
I suppose at home, uh, is there going to be a shock here? Man City, Man City, though, isn't it? You know, and and the high line that um, Tottenham play, I think Man City are going to, you know, um, take advantage of that. Take advantage of that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can never write Man City off, but I I think it should be an entertaining game uh, as well. And you know, mentioned a Nordic player there, Kulisevsky, brilliant, been brilliant under. Pasta <laughs> under the Tottenham manager, something like that. The, the latest, manager. under the latest Tottenham manager, Poggy. <laughs> oh, so you think? Go on. What's your what's your prediction? I'm gonna go three one to City. Are you even saying score? Yeah, I think I'm gonna give a score here. Three one to City. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? You're an Arsenal fan. Yeah, I I would like both teams to lose and get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. However, I'm gonna. Say it'll be a draw and they'll go back to City and, and then Tottenham will lose. True that, true that. Because I'm boring like that. <laughs> um, no, but I think it, it's definitely one to watch, right? It's going to be, it's going to be good. Top um, what's got, next? We got Everton Luton. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the silence dropped there. Hmm. Everton. Everton at home, I think. Yeah, that would be that. They need some kind of entertainment this season, don't they? Every week they're getting points taken away. Basically, it seems like. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so basically, they, <laughs> they need, need they need the cup. They can't take the cup away. True. Um, so they need the cup, and um, yeah, I think it'd be a good game as well. I think uh, Luton will obviously take it seriously. So, but I'm still going for Everton home win. No, I'm going for Everton home win. Yeah, two so. nil. Sheffield United, Brighton. Mm. They're struggling as well. You know, Brighton when they, when, United, they, when, they, when they turn up, Brighton are just outstanding. Mm, yeah, I think Brighton will beat them. And is it Zebri? I mean, what a manager he is! You know, he's a quality manager, um, good football. But again, it's hit and miss uh, with Brighton. Some they turn up and they can turn over teams, and other times, yep. like I said on Monday, it was like a nil-nil. Um, Sheffield United struggling, bottom of the league, but again, FA Cup, they'll be going for it. The crowd, like I said, was brilliant at Sheffield United. Yeah. Listen to the, the crowd on on Sunday against West Ham, you know, they're right behind their team, so fantastic. So, hmm, that's a hard one. To well, that's the thing as well. They're they're probably a little bit pumped after getting that late yeah. equaliser against you lot. For so, yeah. the mindset could be there. So, yeah. I'm still going Brighton. I think Brighton to to no, just nick it. I think. Yeah, I'll go with that. You would expect too skip too too, yeah. too much for them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. it'd be tight. It'd be tight, but. I, no, you're right. I you're think right. just Brighton will just about edge it. Fulham, Fulham Newcastle. Newcastle. Mm. Alexander Isak, famous Swedish player. Top player as well, actually. Yeah. It's a, sh- it's a shame about Isak. To your favourite Swedish player at the moment? Would you like to have seen him at West Ham? I would have liked to have seen him at Arsenal, to be honest. There's been a few rumours, but I think, don't think it's just paper talk. But Do you know what? It's good. Some that, speed. I'm, I'm, it's got... Yeah. I'm glad he's got came to the Premiership. Yeah. I'm so glad because over the past two seasons I was thinking why hasn't any premiership team picked him up mm. when he was at Real Sociedad and um so that Newcastle went in you know, with big money big money 60 million pounds and and took him and you know when he came scored goals yeah I think this premiership definitely suits him uh yep, as well. it shows his quality you know he's quality players you know scoring goals at premiership against all all teams so yeah it was unfortunate they got injured um I don't know if he's is he back is he, he might be playing we don't know well I don't know uh, as well, but no, I like uh, Isaac's playing. Like I said, you know, as we're here in Stockholm, Sweden, and all the Swedish listeners out there, top player, 
um, actually. But again, that, I reckon that's going to be a tight game. But then are, are Fulham going to have the fallout from whether they win well, or lose tonight? That's a very good point. Very good point. You so know. they could, yeah, they could uh, fold easily if they get battered tonight. Knocked out the cup. That mm. often seems to happen. Don't you yeah. get knocked out one cup, you tend to get knocked out the second one. Yeah. Um, confidence gets shot a bit, especially when you're this close to the final. They're, you know, they could all be thinking about the opportunity to go to Wembley. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of psychology in, in this, isn't there? Definitely, um, definitely. So I'm going to go uh, Newcastle win anyway, I think. Uh, although they're not on great form, they're to not, be fair. Not, but again, I was thinking about a draw here, you know. Yeah. Depending, depending on what happens tonight. Okay. Uh, actually, but you're right what you just said about, you know, the psychology of it uh, as well. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. So I'm saying Newcastle win, you're saying a draw. You should be writing these down like you just do our own prediction. Yeah, no, strict, strict tips it. <laughs> yeah, strict tips it for those of you who are international audience. As Barry uh, said this earlier, like United States, Canada, UK, obviously, and obviously here in Sweden. Yeah. Um, some tips some is the random listener shout out to the person in Belgium, whoever that oh, might yeah, be. True. Our one listener. Don't yeah. know that. But thank um, you. Strict tips it is the, um, like the pools. Where you predict the uh, games in here in Sweden on the win, Saturday lose, afternoon. or draw, yeah. yeah, and you pick twelve um, teams from a certain set games on that Saturday, and you get a chance to win loads of money. Yeah, I've never done it. But... I've I won as part of a group. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, I've never done it. I don't gamble. I, don't I used to do it at, uh, when I was in my first job in Sweden. We won it, but um, we I think I got about. 1500 kroner or something which is about 150 quid because there was I think like 20 people in the pool or something like that i'll be honest it's so funny guys that like, you know moved to sweden and everybody's doing this strip tip set this pools on a saturday afternoon they used to ask me for like uh my thoughts so I, like, <laughs> I don't know i don't know what about preston versus blackpool i haven't got a clue <laughs> like who's gonna win draw or or, or lose that game uh, so quite funny actually because you know my Football knowledge probably stops at the Premiership, you know. Yeah. Right. So last we, one, I last think. Last one. Um, last one of interest uh, for that day. That's uh, Saturday. So moving on to Sunday. So then we've got um, West Brom Wolves. Ooh, local derby there. That is Midlands derby. Is it mm. Black Country derby? Definitely yeah. Midlands derby at least. Mm. So that one, um, I and, think. And Wolf, it's West Brom. West Brom at home. home. I think. I think they'll. I think they'll beat Wolves. I think um, classic FA Cup. Yeah. Um, home advantage. Let me check somewhere. Let's see where, we'll, uh, see where West, Brom West Brom are. are on the table. But they're doing pretty well, if I remember. Um, Championship. Ah, oh, they're fifth. Yeah. Fifth. So they're so they're pretty tidy. Yeah. Um, so that's a. I, yeah, think right, I think they get a result actually. against yeah, Wolves. Yeah. We could do, actually. Sorry for you Wolf, Wolves fans out there. Yep. And we know there are Wolves fans here in Stockholm. We do. We've been told. We've you been know. told. Uh, so reach out to us. At where, Barry? What's the the email is theprempulse at gmail.com. <sighs> yeah. Repetition well done, well is... Done. Repetition is the key. Repetition is working. Um, then Liverpool Norwich. Can't see anything but a, a home win. No. Let's not give that uh, too much attention because I think that's a that's a banker for Liverpool. Mm. But the uh, interesting one, Newport versus, I put Manure on our list. <laughs> Man United, Manchester United. Could something happen there? I think you might need to do another quick search of who the hell are Newport quickly. 
I don't think it's Newport close to where I used to live. I think it's in, in Wales. Essex. Yes, it's probably that Newport, isn't it? It's not uh, Newport near Saffron Walden in Essex. Um, but fantastic opportunity for them. You know, class. I'm glad they've got, you know, that home draw as well, because that obviously will help boost their finances. Um, it's great when these... Um... It's, it's when a, these smaller yeah. teams get the big clubs coming to their home ground. Brilliant. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, even the Bristol City game, you know, it was a full house at Bristol City on a on a rainy Wednesday night yeah. and they knocked us out, you know, so it's brilliant. So you never know what happens, huh? No, exactly. County FC. What's your thoughts just whilst you're <laughs> tapping away there? What league is this? It's like Crawley and Ackerton. Ackerton Stanley? Morecambe, Newport County. What's your thoughts on Manchester United so far this season? Um, we're seeing statistics about their goalkeeper now, having let in, well, the first to let in 50 goals in a season. Both, that's you know, crazy. Uh, so that's domestic and internationally, because obviously he's over in the African Cup of Nations. But um, Big money. Just quickly, what's and your thoughts? And they were desperate to get him as well. And then he's yep. come and he's unfortunately made a few... Um, Errors, to Errors. be polite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in general, what's your thoughts on, on Man United and uh, Ten Hag? You know, it's quite interesting with Ten Hag coming in. You know, he's got his reputation, did well at Ajax and so on. He's obviously brought in the players that he's wanted. Got rid of Ronaldo, the legend. Is Ronaldo. And then, you know, he put his foot down. He's, you know, he's like, brave. Uh, got, got rid of Ronaldo. Sancho's gone. Um, Pogba's gone. I mean, I think he may have gone before that. But So he's trying to transform the team. But to be honest, when you watch Man United, they don't have a style of football. They don't no. have the, they, you know, like you watch Man yeah. City or Liverpool or Arsenal, not a style of football. And mm. Man United doesn't, haven't, he hasn't stamped that. No. I'm, I just look and think, I mean, Jaden Sancho for me is, was a fantastic player. I mean, he's obviously gone back to Dortmund yeah. on loan. But how can you not use him and get the best out of him? I mean, I don't really understand that. Same as Rashford, I think, as well. You know, Rashford this season up and down. But, you know, Ten Hag has been there since last season. Um, got knocked out of the Champions League this season. Uh, not doing that, doing well at all in the Premiership. Um, so there's, there's some. There's so you're not going, impressed. Yeah, I'm no. not, there's stuff going around in, in the background. And obviously, they've got this new part owner, isn't it? Um, yeah. We invested, what, billion pounds? Bought 25% stake yeah. in Man United. Um, so it's still owned by these American owners, majority shareholders. So Radcliffe, his name is, uh, yep. worked in, made his money in the pharmaceutical industry. So he's come in invested and I think he's going to put his own backroom staff in there in terms of management, yep. you know, CEO, yeah. director of football and stuff. Um, he also owns Nice in, in France. Does he? Uh, yeah. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. He owns that as well. And F1 team. Uh, yeah, uh, as well. Okay. So they have their sporting background or the sport the sport portfolio. Mm-hmm. So they just need to sort out. I mean, it's not even just Ten Hag. It was Mourinho. It was uh, Solskjaer. You know, they they couldn't even get it right. You know, mm-hmm. so it's very up and down. But you know, with Man United, you expect them to be challenging against Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea. Like I said, Chelsea are struggling. They spent a lot of money over the past couple of seasons. Big money. Um, as well, but they're another team that's struggling, isn't it, with their performance and so on? But yeah, that's what just brought in Pochettino, and we'll see if it works out. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Man Not... United fans out there, let us know your thoughts. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because um, 
can't put my finger on it. I, I thought Ten Hag would be a success, actually. Yeah. And it just hasn't turned out how I thought it would be. No, no, it's not. It's not really um, going as well as a lot of Man United fans that I know had hoped. So interesting times. But um, going back to the FA Cup, do you think they're going to beat Newport? Ah, they should. Do. Should come on, hammering. Yeah, yeah. It should be double figures. <laughs> double figures. Really? Could be a ten. No, no, you don't think it'd be that four four nil. Yeah, United. Okay. Yeah. For right. you United fans out there, easy fingers e- crossed. Easy win. However, we are of course hoping for an upset. Absolutely, giant killers, <laughs> Newport County. Yeah, let's cool. uh, keep our fingers crossed for that. So, transfer news. Yeah, you're talking about transfers and talking about Man United. We obviously some rumours going around about Mason Greenwood going to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Well, Man Any... United striker Mason Greenwood is being pursued by Barcelona, according to the Sun. That would be interesting, huh? Yeah. Wait, that... Barcelona going after Mason Greenwood? He is a quality. I heard. I was listening to a podcast uh, last week, actually, and I can't remember which player, ex-player it was, and they said he was a player they looked at in training and said he's mm. the next young thing coming up. Yeah. You know, quality striker, yeah. scoring goals, just a natural ability. Yeah. Unfortunate what happened with him. I don't really know the background, but obviously, you know, uh, court cases and yeah. allegations and so on. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That's, what um, about West Ham? So, West Ham, Calvin Phillips. Mm. What's your funny, first impression? Isn't funny, isn't it, with Calvin Phillips? You know, did extremely well at Leeds. Big money to uh, City and didn't doesn't didn't even get a game. Didn't, doesn't even get a game. No, he you doesn't. Know? What's your statistics on that? Before I talk about my comments about him joining West Ham on potentially on loan, we don't know that yet. Um, hasn't been so. Apparently, off. Calvin Phillips played only nine hundred and eleven minutes for Manchester City in since, total since he's joined the club. Since he joined the club, nine hundred eleven minutes, and he won five trophies. <laughs> five trophies. So he won a trophy for every 182 minutes that he played. Do you think you will get more game time out of him <laughs> if he comes to West Ham? He's a winner. You can't deny that, right? He's got. He, he might. Uh, I mean, bring Moy- even more Moy's winning experience to, to your. To get him to I think that's a Moyes uh, signing rather than the director of football we have at the moment. We Just going to be on loan to start with, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah. of course. Think about what's coming up in the summer, right? He's, this a, is, good, he's a good player. He wants to be playing in the England. He wants to be in the England squad, doesn't he? Absolutely. That only means so, he wants game time. Yeah. So he wants game time. Moyes will put him straight in. Uh, you know, I don't know what the situation with uh, uh, our, our midfielder. Suchek is playing all the time, and it's uh, Alaves is, um, Alvarez is, uh, I think, injured, you know, so we need that holding midfielder. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows? Could be another Jesse Lingard in terms of a success story. Uh, so, to be honest, Jesse you, Lingard and success story in the same sentence. Well, really? he, was, he, he scored <laughs> what nine goals in okay. X amount right. Premiership games. Took us up the table, mate. Uh, yeah. We did really well. Shocked that he didn't sign a permanent contract with us, and then we went after him again. Um, but he decided to go to Forest. Yeah. So, and then what I happened believe there? he's now free agent. Is you know, he, he would have been he would have been a hero at West Ham if he had stayed and, and performed the way he did for that uh, six months he was at West Ham. Yeah. For that second part of the season, but um, yeah, if he comes, I hope he does well. Um, he is a top top player. Just trying to think about how we're going to set up and play with him in the team. Like I said, yeah. if you know, I think we just got so many midfielders and we need a striker. 
Okay. Leicester, I mean, Bowen playing through the middle at the moment. Another centre back. Uh, yeah, exactly. Bowen's playing um, striker at the moment. That's why I said earlier it was good to see Ings come on and do yeah. something. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll okay. see. See what happens. Kieran Trippier to Bayern Munich, possibly. That's a bit of a shock. Interesting man. Thought he was a thought he was a Geordie boy tied to the club, all that kind of stuff. Um, Captain When I saw that headline, I was, I was very surprised. Like, why would Newcastle let him go? You know, I play fantasy league football, the uh, fantasy Premier League football. Yep. And, you know, if you look at the amount of people percentage wise have chosen Trippier in their teams, like thirty odd percent of him in the team, you know, because he's mm. a solid performer and his form has dipped a little bit uh, at the end of the season. Um, so, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm interested like... why Newcastle would want to let him go. Yeah, um, it doesn't seem to. It seems like there's been some some offers that have been rejected. So maybe they won't. Perhaps it's just uh, another one of those where they don't align. The player perhaps wants to go because it's an opportunity. Um, obviously, he was at Atletico Madrid for a while, right? So he's not, he's not against playing abroad. Mm. Obviously, Kane's there, which, you know, I'm sure they're mates from the, you know, the England team. And from Spurs back in the day as well, yeah, right? So, true, true. Um, maybe, maybe their wives are friends, right? Weird things happen in football, right? <laughs> yeah. Harry Kane's missus is over there bored, and she wants a mate. So it's like, get, <laughs> get me, get me trips. Shopping here in Munich is lovely, <laughs> brilliant. Um, what else have we got? The Bavarian um, beer. Bavarian beer. <laughs> Could be anything. You never know what's going on behind the scenes. Right? That's the funny thing, right? These rumours float around and then yeah. like 10 years later, like biographies come out and stuff and and they're proven true, aren't they? Mm -hmm. What about um, Benze uh, Benzema? Not a Prem player, but very much linked to the Prem. Even silly rumours of Arsenal getting him, but now hey, it's Chelsea, Man United. Like Some of the headlines today is that uh, Man United are gaining him for him. Just paper talk, or do you think Benzema, Benzema coming? I would love to see Benzema in a Premiership and see what he does. You know, mm. obviously he's aged, but like just like Slatan, guy knows where the goal is, right? Yeah, mate. You know, Slatan's a quality player. He even got injured, but when he was at Man United, he showed his quality. Mm. Brilliant. Actually, that's another one for the podcast. Actually, the you know, as I said, we live in Sweden here. Yeah. The, the the about Slatan is that love hate relationship here mm. in Sweden about him, but. Yeah, I'd like to see Benzema playing in the Premiership. Yeah, he's on big bucks though in um in Saudi, Saudi Arabia, Arabia, man. Yeah, you'd have to take a serious pay cut uh, to join. Yeah, one of the Premiership teams. Yeah, that's the thing so about think... the Saudi league, though, isn't it? About the money they're putting in and yeah. the wages they play. So they're going to be competing against Premiership now for transfers and so on. So yeah, um... you said you spotted a. A program that's on uh, Swedish TV for people that are that are based in in Sweden and perhaps across the Nordics on uh, SVT was it? That's right. The, about, SBT, the Saudi, yeah. about the Saudi League. Basically, SVT is the equivalent of BBC here in Sweden, so it's um, public broadcaster, and it's called Saudi Arabian Football's a New Mecca, and it's a thirty-minute kind of report or documentary about. Uh, Saudi Arabia and football, and they focus and they talk about a uh, Swedish goalkeeper moving mm. over there. Um, that just came on TV yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, so we'll, we yesterday. need to watch that and uh, and give some thoughts on the next episode, perhaps. So, you Swedish listeners out there, take a look at it again. Give us a thought on the email address, Barry. What is it again? Theprempulse at gmail.com. Nice. I really wonder whether you know it if I put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll test you on our new Instagram uh, mm. uh, handle uh, That's right. shortly. Yeah. We're on Instagram now. We're on Instagram now, yeah. 
that's an easy one because that's the prim pulse so you can find us on instagram you can message us there and uh tell us what you think of the show and uh again drop us some suggestions on uh ideas for the for the next episode and uh just some feedback we had some interesting feedback didn't we from the first episode we didn't touch on that earlier just um some things that people would like to hear um some funny things um what was uh some of the ones that you heard well there's a couple actually uh one actually obviously be here in sweden who's the best swedish player ever in the premiership or the english football league you know you have players like um freddie lumberg lumbari as we say here in sweden uh all-time football player he's played for liverpool glenn hussein that's how you say it. Mm. glenn heisen as the british commentators would say Thomas Brolin, uh, of course. Thomas Brolin, mm. me. So these are some old timers. And then you mentioned about Anders Limpar. Anders Limpar, And who I grew up watching at, you, at you, Highbury. Who now, uh, what What did you say to me the other day? He... I just saw something that last time he was interviewed, he was running like a news agent or something. <laughs> Could be very wrong. This was uh, old footage. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if anybody knows Anders Limpar, we'd obviously love to get him on onto our show Absolutely. and uh, catch up on what he's doing. But um, yeah, I think that's a, a good idea. I think some people were saying about um, fan groups as well, mm. you know, interviewing people uh, like uh, we said, we would be from different fan groups who go over to watch games in the UK. Um, are they um, as crazy and uh, obsessed, uh, perhaps more obsessed about their English teams than perhaps some English fans? Um, so somebody said they'd like to like to kind of learn more about um, people's match day uh, behaviours when they're you know travelling over from Sweden <laughs> yeah. in, into get, London or the, or the rest crazy. of the UK. Yeah. Swedes on tour. Swedes on tour, exactly. What what's yeah. their match day rituals? So yeah, we're trying uh, we're trying to set that up. Um, coming to the end of today's episode, um, you quickly wanted to talk about um, what's well, going on in African Cup of Nations. There's a couple of quick things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, Premiership link, obviously. Um, Salah, you know, playing a game. Uh, his injury. Injured. And they said, uh, I said at the beginning of the podcast, how he got this um, tear in his hamstring. So how is that going to affect Liverpool in the forthcoming uh, months? Yeah. I think they're gonna, he's going to be out for some time. Be out for a while by the looks of it. Yeah, definitely. You know, so that could affect Liverpool. We'll yeah. see. you got some... West Ham. Obviously. Some good news for you in, in a way. Well... This is a bit sad because, you know, obviously kudos. You, you want him to do well with Ghana in the African nation, but they were kicked out um, of the, the the cup yesterday. Um, but good for us that he's back because we need him back. Yep. You know, so that's a kind of selfish reason on my part to get mm. him back. So unfortunately, didn't progress. But for West Ham, we kind of like need him, uh, to be honest with you. And the fact that he's played for Ghana, uh, Chris Hewton, uh, Ex-Tottenham yep. player and um, manager of Brighton and Newcastle was yep. sacked by Ghana yep. uh, yesterday too. So quite interesting. Yeah. There you go. Some small teams winning, aren't there? There's a lot of the bigger teams being knocked out. I wrote down, was it Mauritania and... Mm. Um, Algeria were knocked out, weren't they? Algeria so were knocked interesting out. Interesting competition. So. Cape, Cape Verde, you know, qualified. Mm. So all these yeah. small teams qualified. Algeria got out, Ghana out. You know, obviously Cameroon are through... Um, Senegal are through, so big clubs and that. So yeah, we'll see how interesting that tournament. Yeah, one to keep an eye on. Excellent. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, we just want to highlight the next episode, which is a bonus uh, short episode where we are going to break down the recent Sky interview with Sweden's probably best player at the moment, Alexander Isak, uh, where he talks about... Um, 
his career, um, the different um, countries he's played in already, um, what he thinks of Slatan, and um, a little bit about uh, his Adidas Predator boot. So that's yeah. that's coming up uh, shortly. So tune in and uh, listen to that one. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Um, as we said, drop us an email at theprempulse at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at theprempulse. And uh, we'll see you very soon. Thank you very much, everybody. Take care yourselves. Bye-bye.